A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. This episode, I believe, is brought to you by Australian Skies 3, Search for the Min Min. Dojo Media have been kind enough to give us two copies of this to give away to our listeners. So if you want to win a copy, simply jump on our Facebook page and like and share the relevant post for your chance to win. Now, it's worth noting that only 50 physical copies of this have been made, so this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get your hands on a piece of Australian paranormal history. Thanks, Australian Skies. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling. I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get was a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five star rating and review or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Caitlin, and Caitlin is one of the investigators from Haunted Down Under, and you might notice that we're doing a bit of a series about these girls because they are quite amazing. They do live streams of their investigations on YouTube and on Facebook, and tonight, we have another one. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me on. No worries. I'm very excited. Every time I have you girls on here, it's uh, I always get the chills. It's um, some of the spookiest stuff that I encounter, so... We don't really get a lot of uh, haunted stories or, or ghost stories, and I guess that's a good thing because, I mean, you, you guys can kind of educate the public about what really happens in these situations and, and things like that. Yeah, sure. And uh, do you mind telling me how you actually got into the field of uh, paranormal investigation there, Caitlin? Yeah. Um, so I've been doing this for about nine years now. Uh, I When I left school, I just went out on an investigation. I had, like... Uh, my first kind of experience, which was I walked into this location and I uh, just started to cry, uh, which was a bit odd for me. I don't really like crying in front of people. So uh, my friend was just like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. And uh, I'd forgotten earlier in the car on the way there, we were eating lollies and I put a lolly in my pocket 
and um, the K2 meters were going off around my pocket. It turns out there was a little girl who died in that location. Um, and when we did an EVP, we could hear her singing and stuff like that. So it seems that she may have like attached herself to me. Um, and yeah, I was just so confused why I was crying. Um, and I think from then on, it was just a little bit of inspection wanting to try and figure out like why, what, like what it all is. How old were you when you were on your when you went on your first investigation? Uh, 17, turning 18. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Wow, that's quite young. Yeah. yeah, so it was my first year out of school. Um, I think it was like right at the start of the year, just before I turned 18. Yeah, right. And and that one encounter kind of just kind of hooked you to keep going for it. Oh, yeah, it was very confusing. I was just I didn't understand what was really happening. And then I, I am quite logical about some stuff, so I just, I think I just, really wanted to chase an answer. Still chasing. Uh. <laughs> I guess it's one of those things where you would never really, I guess you probably would never really get an answer. You just might get a better understanding of, of different situations and different hauntings. Is that about right? Yeah, definitely. There's, I Over the years, it's set, like, I used to go out and we have a recorder in hand and a K2 meter and that was pretty much it. And I didn't know a lot about the paranormal community, probably actually only until about Maybe a year or two ago, maybe a year ago when um, Haunted Down Under properly started up. And then I found out about different types of hauntings, like our equipment range is extensive. Like I didn't even know half of this stuff existed um, when I was doing it. It was just all basic kind of get your mates together, go out to a random location till three o'clock in the morning and come home. Uh, and now it's like, oh, it's, there's so much more to it than just, you know, what the idea of ghost hunting is. There's just a lot. Can you maybe walk us through, I guess, what a normal investigation would be for you guys? Uh, so we're a little different from normal like ghost tours and stuff like that. So if you're going on a ghost tour, it's probably going to be a little different to what we do. Because we do live streams and we run a YouTube channel and stuff like that, we do have like a lot of production gear that goes up first. Uh, so we have like three main cameras that go up and then we sit Alien Celine usually with body cameras. Uh, so we'll have the full spectrum body cameras. So that'll go on them. And then we kind of take it through like a step by step. So we'll have like a station with, uh, let's say like an EVP, like a recorder doing EVP sessions and a K2 meter. Then you might move along to two other other girls doing a connect session and then uh, maybe the Oracle box as well. So it's a little different than what you get on a ghost tour, but it's the same similar kind of equipment. A lot of that equipment I have never heard of before. So is that all kind of common in the uh, in the paranormal investigation world? Yeah, mate, I didn't even know about half of it before I thought. <laughs> like, I was just so surprised. I think it's like the, the best thing is always finding out about this new, and it is experimental equipment, but it's always fun finding out about something new, testing it out. And I think like, we really like, because before Haunted Down Under, I'd actually never worked with uh, anyone with psychic ability. So it was always really interesting to back up what they see, um, feel or hear with what we're actually getting through the tech side as well. So we want to try and marry the two together. Do you find your um, your investigations are a little bit more, well, not thorough, but do you find out um, more activity with a, with a psychic on your team? Uh, yeah. Um, I find that we get a lot more EVPs. It, it honestly as well depends on how we as a team are feeling. So if we're feeling panicked in a situation, I think that they feed off that and it, they get more energy to be able to communicate. Yeah, okay. How interesting. And 
Do you mind walking us through some of the um, the, the more haunting investigations that you've done there, Caitlin? I'm, I'm actually generally more scared of humans than anything. So when we go to these places, I'm more terrified that there's going to be some random in the bush like, just popping out. <laughs> I'm like, ah. So, like, it, it is the, the locations are a little creepy because some places that we go to, we've driven out into the bush and then we're walking, like, 40 minutes into the bush even further and then you check your phone and you're like, oh, there's no reception here. Good, good, good. Um, so it's generally the atmosphere that gets a little bit scary, uh, but it's even scarier when you're in the middle of nowhere and there's voices that aren't, that don't belong to any of us. That's, that's the really freaky part. Yeah. Right. Do you mind telling, uh, I guess, explaining some of the, those stranger encounters then? Yeah. Uh, we've had a couple of interesting ones. There's the, the, they just kind of blow my mind each time I try and think about them. Uh, the, the creepiest one I think I've heard recently uh, was up at Mount Kusa when we took some American YouTubers out. We unfortunately didn't play the EVP back on the night because we were quite like jumping around. Um, but when we played it back and we were doing our evidence review, um, they asked a question and I can't remember exactly what it is, but the response from a voice that belonged to no one there on the night was, you're going to die. That oh, really? Was, yeah, that, that one was something different it was really unnerving to hear that it was quite deep and just yeah stays in your head what do you do in a situation like that because i mean obviously well actually i don't even know if it's obvious or not but can these spirits attack you can they hurt you can they do anything like that when you're you're in that kind of position uh sometimes i like i found scratches on myself later um sometimes you can get really disorientated um, I've been lightheaded, quite like dizzy, have to sit down. Um, it depends really. I, I don't know. I, I tend to like kind of, <laughs> it's like a bit of a fight or flight situation that you get into where you're like, I can either run or like stand my ground. And like, I kind of go into that stand my ground stance and I'm just like, come at me, bro. Yeah, right. And have you had anything come from that? Kind of standing your ground or... Or not budging, not flinching, anything like that? Um, uh, just the girls jumping into my arms. That's pretty much about it. Uh, I'm the I'm the human shield. Um, <laughs> you're the muscle in the I, team, are you? I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> definitely no muscle, but uh, <laughs> try. Um, I find like I think the last one of the last places we went to, uh, we did a spirit board, which is similar to a Ouija board, except there's no letters on the table. It's um, a plant set with a pen in it. Um, and it spells things out. So you all have your hands on it, and um, we thought that it may have been... It said that there was a demon attached to me, um, which I found out because I made a joke saying, are you the reason I can't get a boyfriend? And it said, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and the girls kind of put it down to... So we did these solo missions where we had to walk uh, alone in the dark in this, like, kind of upstairs, attic-y kind of area. And I was the one that made it the furthest, like all the way back into the card room. And then I heard a man talk and I was like, ah, I'm just going to calmly walk out of here. And I think it was Nadine who said that maybe it's because I got the furthest and didn't react that it was trying to target me and make me feel uncomfortable. So I'm not really sure. Yeah, right. So you're saying that there's hauntings that can happen. Well, I guess ghosts that kind of have almost a, a bit of, I guess a mind of their own where they can kind of decide, well, look, I couldn't, I couldn't get her to budge. I couldn't get her to, 
to to be scared. So I'm actually going to double down and try even harder. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. I wasn't the first thing that came to my mind, um, but Nads is, like, real tech smart, and she has, like, very good. <laughs> she's, she's insane. When she, if you have any tech questions, aim at her. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, it's all speculation. It's all, like, we're not really 100% sure, but we can only guess, really. Have you had anything happen on a um, on an expedition where you're, like, I can't, I can't deny it. that that thing actually happened. That's that's real. Oh, uh, we were at uh, River Mill, which is at the back of um, Gold Coast on your way to Kanangara, um, and we were up in the attic, and this rock just kind of got thrown at us. And we we were videoing this, and I'm pretty sure we were live as well when we did it. Um, and I lost it. I was like, Oh my god, a rock! What do you mean? Where did it come from? Like it. And none of us were moving. It was pretty crazy. Like, I know it it doesn't sound very impressive when it's like. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. A small rock, but when no one's moving and it comes out of nowhere and just like kind of gets thrown near your area, you're like, whoa. What happens in that situation there? Do you, do you try to find it? Do you try to, I don't know if you antagonize it or, or anything like that. But do you try to, um, I guess, invite it to create more more actions or anything like that? Yeah, generally when something like that happens, we all get very, very excited. Um, we try and debunk immediately. So our like first in- instinct when we when anything happens is to try and debunk it. And we have a look. Like we we reviewed the footage of that to see if the rock was already there, like if it was near anyone, and we couldn't find any answers that it was any of us. Um, so that's like your first initial instinct happen there generally um we'll ask like we'll tell them that they're allowed to use that energy if they would if they need any um but that's about it yeah what do you mean by use your energy to be perfectly honest with you i'm not 100 percent sure um i know Haley and celine say it a lot um i think it's just like lending some of the energy that you have because i i've known like when we went down to beachworth jail um oh there's a story that's it uh when we went down to beachworth jail I became very, like, lethargic and tired, and it wasn't necessarily the time of night that we were out there. Um, even Guy runs at Adam, lovely man, he, he was just like, you've just, something about you's changed, like, you've just, your demeanor's different, and I just, you just feel like you've run, like, 10 kilometers. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you just, sometimes it's just exhausting, like, I'm not, a huge fan of physical activities, but if, if you're not walking anywhere, you just feel like you've been for a giant walk and you're just like, oh my God, and you're just like standing in one spot. And when you find, I guess when you're like that, do you find the activities a little bit more uh, pronounced? Yeah, it'll it'll peak. So there's, we can't exactly, there's, there's all these things going around at like, you know, 3 a.m. challenges or like the witching hour and stuff like that. I haven't really found a specific time that they're like more or less active. Is that just an old wives' tale? You think? Yeah, I think so. But I mean, that could be wrong. But I like just over the years, we've gotten some activity at like seven o'clock at night, some at two a.m., eleven p.m., like three a.m. It's just 
I, I, for me, it's been all over the place. Do you mind kind of going back to that jail story? Because I'm interested in that. Oh, yeah. Um, that one was pretty funny. Uh, we, so there's a um, place down in Victoria called Beechworth, and they've got a jail there, and it's beautiful, run by the lovely paranormal prospectors. Um, and they took us the honor of letting us go through the jail for the night. Uh, Haley and I were conducting a session, and we were walking down where all the cells are. And as we walked down, it was just so it was just Haley, myself, and our cameraman. And we were just walking down, and as we passed one of the doors, it, like, clanked. And we just immediately turned around and looked at it, and was like, oh, my God, it, it's that. Like, that made a sound. And then we went to go put a recorder down, and the door actually opened on us. Um, and I just shot myself. Uh, so did Haley. And then we told it to stop. And then the door opened further and Haley and I kind of liked it a little bit. Oh, really? Uh, and like, yeah, that was that was a bit intense. Um, I, I went back down to the jail probably like two or three months later um, with these American YouTubers and it happened again. Uh, I didn't, didn't get as freaked out that time. I think once something happens to like for me personally, once something happens to me once, I'm usually like a little more received, like better at receiving it the second or third time. Yeah, like you're a little bit more conditioned to that situation so you can just approach it a little bit, I guess, not better, yeah. but a little bit differently. Yeah. The first time, just like, Haley actually, I think, pushed into me and then she ran. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> Do you think being a, a female is attributing to maybe more activity or less activity or anything like that? Uh, sometimes. Uh, it depends on like where we go. Sometimes I found, uh, like in the jail, because um, there was like a male section, you feel a little vulnerable. Um, but we're 50-50. Like sometimes I do feel because of a situation or a location that we're at, um, that it might contribute to activity. But mm, I'm, I'm a little on the fence about that. I'm not 100% sure how I would like really feel about it if that alters the activity there. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And it's interesting because we've had Haley and Celine on the show previously and their, yeah. their psychic abilities basically let them hear what um, the spirits are saying almost to a, uh, I guess a much more audible level than I presume anyone else on the team is hearing. Is that is that safe to assume? Oh, yeah. And do they ever kind of give you the warning of, look, this might be a bit, bit too dangerous to continue into this area or anything like that? Yeah, um, I generally don't listen. <laughs> I was sad, like, that's generally a challenge for me. Like, okay, we, well, like, when we went down to Melbourne when we were in the jail, um, Haley was saying that there was like a guard figure, like, looking over at us, and she's like, he's following you. Like, he is just following you everywhere. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, right. And have you found yourself in trouble from, from anything like that? It's hard to kind of say because a lot of the time we, you know, when we do EVP sessions, if we're if we put one of our team members in a location on their own, they'll have an EVP and then we'll all listen to it outside. So I mean, sometimes I've been in situations where we get like you'll put me on my own somewhere or you know, and then we get out of there and you then you'll listen back to it. You'll get a feeling um, in some locations, so you'll feel uncomfortable, you'll feel a little threatened or like, on 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 edge or uneasy. Uh, but generally, you don't really find out if they've been too negative till after you get out and then you play back the EVP. Yeah, right. Fair enough. And you were kind of telling me a little bit before we hit record is that um, you think some of the girls on your team think that you might be 
edging towards having, I guess, some slight psychic ability. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Yeah. Um, I, it's something that I don't really want to delve into, uh, like in terms of like me, like the conversations, okay, but like me delving into those kind of abilities is something that I'm not really like super interested in. Um, I just really find the concept of being able to hear and see things around me uncomfortable. Um, ever since hanging out with Haley, I've definitely been able to hear things a little more, like just a random voice, and I'm like, that doesn't belong to anyone in our group. Uh, um, you find that on your expeditions, do you? Yeah, yeah. I, we were walking out of Matthews at one time. I just had this man talking. I was like, there's one in here. Uh, not like this. Still a little crazy. Um, but it's, yeah, not something that I really wanted to go into with that I know Haley and Celine work together and like furthering their abilities, but I've not really got too much of an interest in delving into that. <laughs> and then that's fair enough because um, I could imagine that once you turn that switch, it's something that you can't turn off easily anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's something that um, I've spoken to Haley about it like before um, when I was curious, uh, which was, you know, you can't just pick and choose what it is that you feel here. Because like, I think anyone, if you were like, hey, would you like to be able to talk to someone's past? is like, yeah. Um, like their family members and stuff like that. And she's like, like I think Haley said to me, she's like, you just, you can't pick and choose. It's everything or nothing. And I was like, oh, no, that's nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's the thing that I would do as well, because I, I want some me time. I don't want some me and ghost time. Yeah, I mean, Haley wakes up and she just sees people at the foot of her bed, and I'm like, oh, absolutely not. Like, uh, do not want too that. Much. That's way <laughs> too much for me. <laughs> You're in my bubble. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100% on that there. So, Caitlin, what do you think a ghost is? Do you think it's a spirit? Do you think it's someone who's passed on? Do you think it might be something else? My opinion on what a ghost is has, like, changed over the years, and I think it will constantly change and evolve for however many years to come you get new information you hear new theories so it's always constantly changing I used to think it was only people who had passed away when I first started and then you learn about different types of entities and then it just like changes and then you think it's energies and so there's a whole bunch of different theories and ideas of what it is and I'm not I can't put a finger on it exactly because we've come across things that are quite positive, we've come across things that are quite negative, and you're just a little unsure, really. Like, it's a, that's a difficult question to answer, <laughs> for me, anyway. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I mean, there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to that, because, I mean, even today I heard a, a, a new theory to what, what a ghost might be in it, and it it's kind of one of those mind-blowing ones, because it's what if we're the ghosts to the ghosts, where... Maybe we're just on different, I guess, spectrums or or things like that. Maybe different astral planes, and maybe that ghost is seeing us going into their world and thinking the same thing of, "Oh, holy crap! I've, I'm being haunted." Yeah, well, that's a movie, isn't it? The others with Nicole Kidman, I think. Oh, is it? I thought about that before. Yeah, yeah, that's, I've seen that. Um, I thought about that before. I think I'm a real panicky person, so if I get if I think too much about stuff, I freak out. <laughs> so I, I don't like to like think about like different astral planes. Oh, like I won't sleep tonight. I'll just be really confused. I'm like, oh my God, what is life? Have you ever encountered a spirit that was, um, a, I guess, just straight up evil? It was just full of darkness? I think like we, we refer them as like negative energies or spirits. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's hard to say. Um, 
I would say like, yeah, but it's, you know, it, it's, we're judging it based on the tone of voice and the concept that it says. Um, there's, it's hard to determine exactly what it is because they're the only two things that you're judging it on. Like I can't have a conversation, unfortunately. Be like, yeah, man, are you, are you good or bad? Like, oh, yeah, I'm good. It's just like brief snippets and EVPs that we get. And by that, we make an educated guess as to what they are. And that's fair enough. I mean, it's it's such an unknown world and there's so many open-ended questions that it's really hard to pinpoint, I guess, what is good, what's bad. And, you know, is, is there a gray area in between there? Yeah, I mean, I, I have like really bad resting bitch face. So I looked a little, <laughs> I looked a little bitchy from a distance, but I'm actually like quite a nice person when you get to know me. So, it's just, you know, it's kind of like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, Caitlin, I, I want to thank you for coming on the show because you've given us an absolute different twist on the, um, I guess, the paranormal investigation world to the um, the other two investigators that we've had on from Haunted Down Under. So thank you for that. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was really fun. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au. Or you can message me on Facebook, and that's facebook.com forward slash Believe UFO Radio. Until next time, stay safe, and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.